Hey awesome nerds and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, a weekly podcast where we rewatch and recap shows that we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept and characters can be used in different RPGs, uh, role-playing games if you want to be nasty, uh, most notably D&D. I am your slightly, um, slightly coffee, slightly horse host, uh, which is very appropriate for this episode. I am your slightly horse host, Jeremy, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Nina. Uh, hi, hi, g'day. Yes, I'm the not sick one. Uh, Jeremy has caught some sort of horrible flu. Not the the COVID. Think, not the COVID, but, um, not the spicy flu. Not the, COVID, not the spicy not cough. The spicy flu, not the spicy cough, no, nor that, none of that. Just a, just a fun, old-fashioned, good time, horrible cold. So, But also Jeremy's... not the um, weird sort of <laughs> virus caused by flowers that um, occurs in this episode of uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Star oh Trek Enterprise? God, Star that. Trek Next Generation. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. No, we haven't got there. We haven't gotten to, yeah, that, that, uh, that series yet. But yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that subplot that did not go anywhere weird and didn't matter anyway. It happens. Um, yeah, there's a, no, it's just like a weird subplot and an excuse for Bacard to be angry sick, um, angry man sick. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's it really. That's all it it's like a man flu. Man flu. Man flu. I feel that this could actually be man flu because the only people we see really affected by it are males. Yeah. I mean, Wesley is out, out, out for the count. He's, he's done. Yeah. Um, so is Wolf. Wolf's got the spicy king Klingon uh, cough wishes. <laughs> or yeah. sneeze, whatever it is. Oh does. my gosh. Fucking ridiculous. Jordy doesn't get sick though, does he? Jordy does get sick. He gets he too does. sweaty oh, and, and gross just like he did in the, um, the Naked Now. Oh yeah, sweaty girls. Forgot about mm. Jordy. But Beverly is fine throughout it. She does. You know why? Because Beverly practices good, uh, good hygiene and and um, non. Uh, what's the word? Sorry, my brain's dead today. It's uh, That's we're doing fine. God's work here. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> fucking the thing we've been doing for the last two years. Uh, hygiene. Uh, yeah, I just stupid hygiene. I said hygiene. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry. Social distancing. Social distancing. There we go. That'll work. Um, I mean, she doesn't because yeah, she, she like rubs her hands all over Picard when he's shirtless. So I don't yeah. know if that's really social distancing. I have a feeling it's no. just man flu. Man flu seems uh, like yeah. the appropriate. Um, that would have been such an obvious, like a, a great thing to tie in with the rest of the episode. And I feel that yes. either they thought it was too much or they just didn't do it. They just didn't think about it. I don't think. Yeah. I think we're smarter than them. And yes, I agree. We I agree. came up with a with a cool sort of subplot that might have actually worked. In case you didn't realize, ladies and gentlemen, all ladies and gentlemen, lady and gentlemen, there is uh, this whole episode is about gender. Yes. <laughs> Fun. Yes. Let's explore that. But like, not yes. really very much in a stripped back like eighties kind of early nineties way where they talking about gender is just talking about how men and women. Uh, are different and then that's it really they don't really i don't I, know i will any. say it could have been done worse it could have been done worse you're right we could have had women you know being uh or we could have had people being completely sexist and assholes towards each other but we don't not no. too much we just have you know the basic like the basic stereotypes of genders being talked about and not really discussed in great detail as to why that exists like just that it does exist and yeah it's a bit fucked up i don't know i just it's okay it's fine it's not the worst episode yet it's not we've seen worse we've seen worse this is we are of course talking about episode 13 of season one of star trek the next generation uh angel one 
where Riker, Troy, Data, and Yar beam down to a planet ruled by a matriarchal government in the hopes of locating a missing freighter crew. Yep, they and sure that's, do. I, I know I've pointed out sometimes the synopsises don't really sum up what the crux of the episode is, but that's it. That's it. That's the entire episode. They beam down. Pretty much. They do a thing. They leave again. No great revolution, revelation, sorry, about, you know, uh, the genders, <laughs> the true mm. binary genders that we all know from the early 80s and mid-90s um, yeah. that exist. I but will no, say that uh, Sliders did a very similar episode. Oh, um, okay. Where they, they ended up on Sliders. a planet. Sliders is oh. quite good in some cases. Okay. Um, yeah, they ended up on a planet which was ruled by women, and one of the male main cast decided to basically have a vote. Um for like he he ran for office which was this huge thing because men can't run for office and it was about the whole thing of sexism and what i particularly liked is that of course they had to make the choice do i stay um do i stay here or do i leave when this the new portal opens up because that was the whole slider concept and spoilers for sliders of this one episode uh he loses and like rather than what winning, he? he loses. So of course he's going to go, but he gets to make the speech of hopefully my my loss here shows that men can do these things, and someone will follow him in my footsteps and be able to. Yeah. See, yeah, I find I find all these. Uh, that's really interesting. So was that in like the early nineties as well? That, that was mid nineties. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I I find that interesting that like the conversation doesn't stick to gender. It becomes about power dynamics. Like that's it. Yeah. Like. It, it's it's yeah and we have power dynamics in in you know misogyny and sexism and and you know in and the patriarchy because all of the power is you know represented as the male influence is like you know so obviously they have or seem to have more power but like none of the conversation is really about gender this is all just about who holds power and i find yeah. that interesting that like that's a very much 80s like 90s conversation about gender is like oh well, well obviously yeah, in the, it's different because women hold the power here. Well, mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's talk about that. Wouldn't that be crazy, everyone? Like, it's obviously, so you know, we couldn't let it slide. But like, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet. Let's discuss. Let's discuss the, the episode in total. So it does start off with them yeah. um, with um, basically explaining this whole concept that, hey, we're looking for a freighter crew that was disabled some escape pods had been jettisoned. This was like seven years ago um, that yeah. the freighter crew went missing. And they're like, well, they might have made it to Angel One that would have taken them about five months to get there if they're in escape pods. So we'll get some details yep. on Angel One. And it's an oligarchy, which I was interested to learn. Um, oh, yeah. That's never really actually touched on. No. But the. back at all. The, no, it doesn't. <laughs> But essentially, I believe that means that there are a large group, large groups of tribes, companies, you know, and the head of yeah. them then elects who's in charge of the whole place, who's called the elected one. Yeah. It's um, nice one not a lady. Yeah. Or, you know, elected mother or whatnot. That's kind of, yeah. I mean, that's nice. I mean, they, they are all that. called mistresses. Yeah. Rather than masters, yeah. which is not great. Cool. I feel like they could have no. come up with like a different word for it. Like yeah, just a just non-gendered term- word entirely. Yeah. Why not just have master? Like that also, yeah. that could be, you know, subsequently used. But, uh, be but yeah, subsequently. Yeah. Be yeah, why not? Change it up a bit. Um, but yeah, it's an M-class planet, which I yep. feel like we get yep. we get to know more, more about what M-class means. Basically just like our own Earth, uh, essentially. And then, uh, 
but they they say it's like 20th century earth or something yes which i have questions about later but i do too it's it's very odd but um (laughs) but yeah basically because like yeah well federation's super keen on having like establishing establishing sorry good uh relationship with this uh with everyone really with with everybody on this planet but particularly this planet why because pertinent information or something yes i don't know he doesn't really explain it. he's just like because yeah federation says so why plot (laughs) essentially (laughs) basically Uh, then data gives a data dump about data dump uh, yeah how Data dump about how Angel One has evolved and how, yeah, Alex and Oligarchy. He gives a few, actually. There's a lot of data dumps in this episode. He does dump a lot. He does does do a lot of dumping. Data dump. Is there any other pertinent information before we reply? Angel One has evolved into a constitutional oligarchy. It is governed by a parliamentary body consisting of six elected mistresses and headed by a female they refer to as the elected one. It sounds like my own planet. Klingons appreciate strong women. How current is this information, Mr. Data? A Federation vessel last visited this planet 62 years ago, Captain. Um, yeah, but Troy pretty much pikes up and is like, oh, okay, it's like my own planet. It's a matriarchy, kind of like, you know, they work off a... They work off this matriarchal kind of thing. And I mm. think... And Worf's totally into it. Almost like Klingons admire strong women. <laughs> yeah, Worf take, chooses this moment to chime in uh, and uh, and establish the, yeah, hot women. I, uh, I like that he was, strong. like, standing right behind Yara and was kind of, like, giving her an eye as he walked past. And it was a little bit like, hey, yeah, I'm into strong women. Just just say. Hey, just, just so you know. yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. hey yeah um oh yeah them getting together would have been kind of great why didn't they ever get yeah. together then my then i can see getting together because like yeah. wolf's kind of tender you know he's a, but but also strong <laughs> and like you know a little bit sassy i, I mean I, not, uh, not to spoil it but maybe they do down the road <laughs> no do they no i don't I, know i, I, I head cannon accepted they did do 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 head cannon accepted yeah, okay, cool. I'll allow it. <laughs> They're hooking up. She's got Data yeah. on the side because Data's not so great with the whole emotions thing. And she's got Worf as her um, when she needs tenderness. As her backup. Yeah, as her, as yeah. Her, yeah, second. All right. Way cool. to go, Tashi R. You've got a very active fictional hey, sex way life. Go, way to go, Worf. For, the, for a man who doesn't get touched. Or yeah, that's touched, true. Like, infrequently. I'm very proud of him. But, um, well, maybe anyway, this explains why now. he gets sick in this episode. He's finally getting touched. Oh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> but yeah, Yara isn't around. Maybe they touched early. Anyway, okay, anyway, we'll, we'll say that so happens. That's fine. They con- <laughs> Troy is given uh, basically lead. She's like, well, you make contact counselor, Troy, since they respect women so much. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. I like that about this episode. Yeah, and she's a little bit like, oh, yay, I get to do something. Uh, so they contacted the elected one who's just like, we don't need the Federation. We've done fine yeah, 60 years. It's not wanted. It's not appreciated. She's like, um, we're here to get the people that we've been here for the last seven years. Like, all right, fine. You can come down if you want. Yeah. So like they don't, they don't. So, but yeah, these crash landed guys, they don't really like know for sure if they're alive or not. Even if like, because yeah. they've done scans on the ship. Didn't they say, they say that they do scans on the ship and they didn't see any survivors or something, but they're not sure what happens. They definitely know survivors on the, the ship itself, but five, I think they said five escape pods have been, or three escape pods are jettisoned. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's so, like, oh, they, something could happen. Someone could have survived. Kinda, yeah. Someone could have survived. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
Yeah. Uh, and then do we get to roll credits? Is that I think the, we get to roll credits now. Credits? I think we, that's where yeah. the credits come in. Uh, right, and right. we also find out who the away team's going to be, which, as was described in the synopsis, it's the four um, bridge crew, basically, because that seems like the best people to send oh. down. Yeah, it makes sense. And also because, like, I, I guess Riker is the commander, so he kind of has to be involved, but yeah. because of the because of the uh, the planet's sort of, like, um, government being yeah, run well, by women. It does also make sense it's, to send Troy down because of the whole empath thing and then Yar as well, and Data just knows fucking everything. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense why we send these four down. Yeah, and Troy leading makes sense. I just wish they used that logic, like, for other missions where Troy would be, you know, useful. <laughs> yeah. she is, like, a pretty strong player in terms of skill set. Like, she's really, like, I don't know, she's got this empathetic power. I mean, um, empathetic, what am I thinking? Uh, empathetic, telepathic. yes, but uh, telepathic, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Telepathic power, which could be used better <laughs> or, or, like, more often. And uh, and I'm glad that it's finally being done. That's the one mm. thing I like about this episode is that they, uh, you know, establish her as the lead. Um, yeah. Which, you know, doesn't really amount to anything because it's no. not about her. It ends up being about Riker's dick, but we'll get into that, everybody, <laughs> in a minute. Um, yeah. Because so, uh, as, he's there as for a reason, the, everyone. He, he's to, there bone people a bone bone down baby but also be Riker and yeah make any scene and scenario a sexy kind because uh, it's Riker and we want it we want to get the sexies ladies and that's gents. just how yeah. that's just how he rolls look you cannot you cannot contain the raw sexual energy of William Frakes's chest I know the power the draw the charisma like of that hair it yeah. just pulls you in. It ropes you around by little hair. It kind of plucks you in. Um, we, yeah, we will get to like, that. Uh, so as they, we're, they're not down on the t- uh, the thing yet. They are heading towards there, and they run into Wesley, who suddenly has found a friend. Um, well oh yeah, done, Will runs into. What's he carrying? This guy. He's like carrying this this this. I don't He's know. He's like a uh, silver. What do they call those things? Where the silver dishes you put on room service things to keep it warm, and then you like take oh. it off and reveal like a. I don't know. Uh, cover like a, a cloy cloy uh, cloister? No, um, I don't know. Clo- clo- it's, it's something like that. But yeah, basically this like weird octagon like space looking yeah. thing that you put on food. Um, and he's walking around with it. And yeah, he, he bumps into, he bumps into Wesley. Wesley and and silent friend who doesn't get a line. Silent <laughs> friend who doesn't say shit. We never ever see him again except for when he's like you know sick in the med bay in the next couple yeah. of scenes. But um, but yeah, he's wearing this amazing like outfit. It's basically just like the metal insulation stuff that you put in your car, like the padding stuff that you put on the windshield. Yeah. He's dressed all in that with a matching headband, and like the yeah. waist is like hiked up to under his nipples, and it just looks incredible everyone it's like epitome of like 1980s like science sci-fi costume design it's like i don't know i think that just might be 1980s dress code uh it's it's just like oh make it make it space stop make Make it it stop (laughs) please make it stop for the love of god yeah he looks great what can i say and i'm it's good he has a friend that's nice he does have a friend friend. they're going on a class trip to the holodeck to go skiing (laughs) yeah uh, he has a ski instructor and they, they've scheduled some ski time. And so they run off into the holodeck uh, after they bump into Riker and you can see them frolicking in the snow and like throwing, throwing snowballs. Ice. Yeah, it's throwing great. Snowballs. That come in again, the whole holodeck thing, what can come in and out of the holodeck? Why is snow okay to okay, come out of the I have so many questions about the holodeck this episode. Yeah, it's real weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, so they, they beam down. 
Oh, yes, um, they do. Yep. Uh, the away team, they've got their gift. They meet with the elected one and they're just like, why? It's so, it's very much like when they met the Ferengi, that little bit of passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Of, of like, why is Starfleet, like we know of Starfleet, even on this backward world, and why mm-hmm. are they investigating such a small issue as as uh, missing missing freighter crew? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's. I wouldn't, I mean, I feel like with the Ferengi, it was very much played like, oh, these are the villains, but like- yeah. On this, in this instance, it's yeah, still pretty. I don't know, patronizing or yeah. not patronizing. Um, condescending. Like the federate condescending. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely get that. Um, and it seems to be a lot of interactions they have with different species are pretty condescending and shitty. Yeah. But uh, man, that's federation for you. Yeah, pretty much. There's no superior. There's a reason why a lot of the the societies don't like the federation, and it's because they act like this. Yeah, they pretty much like rock up impose their laws and will on people so i get why this reaction they impose their will riker on them i'd impose my will riker if you know what i mean (laughs) sexy um but yeah they go around imposing their will rikers on people and um and they get annoyed and frustrated for fair fair game fair stuff Fair yeah. point, fair, yeah, reason. But uh, but yeah, so they waltz on in, you know, say hi to the main mistress, uh, female hunt, um, or whatever. What's her name? I the elected one. It's, it's uh, Beatra. 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 Yes. And all the men are wearing these. So they, yeah, it's mostly women in the in the room. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the any man is is wearing this great like slash like loose vest that shows off like all of the hair and all of the chests they have accessible and these I, very tight weird kind of binded crotch situations yes, but yes. Uh, yes it's not as many nipples on display as injustice um no, but it comes no, close sadly it does come very close but yeah on the on the nipple count justice is winning so yeah. um, there's that but yeah that's yeah. uh that happens and, and I, so that they look looking back now at the like the once the reveal of this comes on like once um Beatra explains why they're acting this way it does actually make sense why they're reacting like what they're doing here like why they're so oh yeah cagey, so later with, like, revealed later down like in the in the episode but um but i'm still like I'm still bedazzled by the, like, the word female is said so many times in this episode and mostly yeah. by Picard in the beginning, but, like, it's it's all about how, oh, okay, so, you know, women are stronger than the males here and, like, they've purposely picked out, like, shorter and, I guess, smaller statured, like, men to, like, play these roles. But it's like they haven't changed anything about the physique of the women. Like the women. No, they're meant to like these Amazons and massive and tall. And like some of them are as tall as Riker, but it's only extras. But it's mostly just tall. Like there's no real play on like body diversity types or any kind of like real like changes in the way that like men and women are presented. It's just like, oh, well, no, except for like on the men's part. Like, yeah, the men Mm. are kind of smaller and of smaller stature. But like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so, it's just like that it's just an annoying thing that I like it happens in like early nineties, eighties TV and like movies and media. It's where like, Oh yeah. The men, the men can be ugly or like not ugly, but not stereotypically like male or whatever. But if the women know they have to be completely stereotypically beautiful. Otherwise it's mm-hmm. like, uh, no, it's weird. Like you can't make them not stereotypically or, cons- um, um, 
fuck, what's the word? Conservation, uh, conceptually attractive. Wait, that works. Anyway, conceptually attractive. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, conventionally, yeah. Conser- I think you're looking for. Yeah, that's the one. They can't be conventionally. They have to be conventionally attractive. Like it's the yeah. beauty and beast thing. Like, oh, it's cool because Belle's hot, but the beast, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If it, if it was the other way around, it would be fucked. It's yeah, it's amazing that, that um, it's amazing that this society on the other side of the the galaxy matches our beauty standards. Yeah, M class, meaning everything is exactly the same, and we don't yeah. have to wear costumes or makeup to make it look even slightly different. I mean, the weirdest <laughs> thing about these costumes here is yeah, the slashed titties on the men, and then like these shoulder pad situations I've got for yes. women. But that's it. Everybody else is pretty much human. Uh, everybody, <laughs> don't worry about it. They're, they're all yeah. human. They're all 20th century South Californian American. Exactly. All yeah. white. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was another thing yes. I noticed that everyone was white. Uh, so uh-huh. they do, um, I think it's, I'm trying to remember which, I think it's Mistress Ariel, who, Ariel, uh, who <laughs> I cannot say any other way, um, <laughs> asks why they should take Starfleet at the word. And you guys are like, why would we lie? And it's like, that's a good point. Why would they lie? And Riker's just like, are these castaways on your planet? And elected ones like, I'm not prepared to answer that yet. Yeah, like, everybody freaks wow. out because Riker speaks. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, does this male speak for you? Yeah, how dare! Shut your trap, you sexy man. I'm going to yeah use <laughs> that later, but not now. It's just yeah, it's it's still yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's fine. It just yeah, it's fine. Stuff it's it's stuff happens. They're taking their quarters, and Yar searches the place for bugs. And Troy's like, "I sense fear and paranoia." And Riker's like, "Well, the crews, the the castaways are definitely here. They're yeah, definitely they've, here." They've all kind of surmised that that's definitely happened. Like it, they're, they're acting sus enough that it's like, "Uh, okay. Well, if you if they weren't here, why wouldn't you just let us look around?" Like it's it's all a bit sus. So, yeah. uh, so they pick up on that really easily. But um. Um, yeah, and we get another exposition elevator, sort of. I think I don't know. I don't think it really is. I'm not going to play the jingle just because it's not quite exposition. Picard's telling Worf, who seems to be following him like a bodyguard at the moment, which kind of makes sense. Uh, that feels yeah. like Worf's thing when he's in charge of security. Yeah, she's and, like I will do it myself. <laughs> yeah, I will follow you. <laughs> But he's also those. getting told that Romulan battle cruisers have been detected in the neutral zone. So as soon as the way team comes back, we're warping over there. We're warping over there. <laughs> warping. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as they exit the elevator, Picard is hit by a snowball. Oh, and this is what bugs me. Again, this concept, like this, I, I just a question, like what is allowed to come off the holodeck? I don't know. It's happened twice now with Wesley in, in different water forms, ice and water. Like, how is that? How does that work? I want, I want to know the physics. <laughs> it's, like, can, it's always can... Wesley getting, like doing shit to Picard and Picard getting annoyed by it. And it's funny, but like, uh, come on, why? Like, and, and the fact that, okay, so Worf, Smell something off the snowball. Or like, no. I mean, Picard smells something. He's like, what is, what is that smell? And yeah, Wall's like, it's a Klingon mm, thing. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> it's quite night, stimulating. Yeah. Night blooming Therongi? I don't know. I can't sure. remember. I wrote that down. And I was, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Is it a flower? I'm glad you did because I had no idea. It's, <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's called night blooming. So we're going to assume it's a flower. 
Yeah, so it must be a, it must be something like pollen or something to do with it. Like, yeah, but like, what the fuck? How does it rock up? Is it coming from the holodeck? Because that's what insinuated. Like, I don't. Yeah, I is don't it in know. the snowball? Is it like just something that occurs? Was it stuck to their clothes? Wes claims he can't smell anything. Of course, Wesley's the one yeah. that threw the snowball, so Picard gets to tell him off. He's like, Wesley, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, more Picard being an angry, angry man, angry old man. Angry man Picard. who does not like called children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is yeah, a nice little so. touch because we go from this scene to Data in the in the suites that they've been given on the planet. He's playing with perfume. Yeah, he's like listing off its ingredients, like he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, and, then, and, and then the team is to... like, it's perfume. Okay, to put it's it down. An, it's an aphrodisiac. He's oh, like, why is yeah, it an aphrodisiac? Why would it smell? If it, why does that? And the whole team's just like, ha ha ha, Data, you so silly. Yeah, it's it's another. Ah, uh, Data's so smart, but so dumb. So we'll just yeah. laugh at all the things he does. But it's also it's also another gender thing because like later on, like they're talking about how it's an aphrodisiac and how you know women, I guess, would typically use it because like you mm-hmm. know perfume and, and I don't know and. It comes back into play because the this little uh, this uh, one of the bleh. you know what never mind I'm gonna scrap all that can you can you scrap all of what I just was talking about sure <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about sorry and uh, after after they've got their little um I guess their little jokes with datas and smell and sense of smell um Trent we discovered this name's this guy's name is Trent he's Trent, one of the eight Trent guy. I love his name is yeah. Trent we got Beatra and Ariel and Trent fucking trent <laughs> anyway he summons them to the elected one uh and he he actually grabs the perfume after he's like snip spray 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 he's like yeah. yes i got my i got my um shimmy on now my my aphrodisiac yeah. flower perfume yeah um yeah it's it's a bit it's another gender thing because it's him like a male put a gum perfume to like be you know seen as i don't know uh, attractive almost, i guess yeah which is typically, I guess, like in when this episode was filmed, like more of a female thing to do. I guess I feel that there was a very significant terms. difference between perfume and cologne at that point. Like, yeah. what is cologne but male perfume? Exactly. It's like it's the fucking same, but like anyway. perfume has these all con- all these connotations of like femininity yeah. and like the very gendered connotations, whereas like cologne is like oh, it's masculine. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, whatever. It's anyway. just it's yeah. It's data said it's scented just alcoholic water essentially yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's it so the elected one wants to meet with them um and basically wants to say look the survivors we have voted you can take them from this world the vote was not unanimous i was like all right cool um there are four survivors all male the leader is ramsey it's like yeah okay Okay, great um and the reason they're shitty about it is that these are fugitives they did not accept yeah. the natural order of women's superiority. Mm. Yeah, and they so they do want to get rid of them, but they haven't been able to find them. Essentially, yeah. it's just yeah. all that is. So, and um, they suggest maybe the Enterprise could find them through better technological means. Yeah, yeah. So they're so, they're, right. they're fine with them finding them. They just want them out. Essentially, yeah, yeah, basically, which which makes sense. Uh, yeah. So we go back to the sick bay. And Wes and the silent friend are very sick. 
Wes is coughing, doing a great job acting this week, uh, Will Whedon. Yeah. You get to cough and, and stand there. It's a good role for you. It was a good day for you. And be in a disco ball, kind of like space suit, like uh, snow outfit. And that's that's you. That's yep. you, Will Whedon. Go yep. for it. Go act. Uh, but Beverly says that it's definitely a respiratory ailment, which I'm definitely feeling today. I, I, I feel this is too Aww. soon, too much, too close to me. Oh, no, you've caught the Wesley flu. Oh, no, the, Wes, oh, the Wesley no. flu. The Wesley flu. <laughs> I hope die? it gets named after him, actually. I hope so, too. Whatever yeah. this weird flu gets. I don't know if they bring that up again. They just talk about they the don't. virus. They just, they just try to fix it, yeah. They really should. Mm-hmm. Mark. It should be the crusher flu, technically. Yeah, anyway, they um, Beverly's ruled out person-to-person contact, which okay. I guess means like touch. Yeah, she doesn't really go into the, like the the main forms of transmissible like. Yeah. she just goes, oh well, they didn't touch one another, so it's fine. Like, or like it's not touch-based. It's like, okay, cool. You know this airborne disease. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's other types of. Uh, you're a doctor, Beverly. <laughs> yeah, you're a doctor. Um, uh, but we Picard is most definitely infected as well because he's starting oh, to look yeah. all sweaty and, and upset. Frustrated. Sweaty yeah. and upset. That's, yeah, that's basically and He, like, he cranes his neck. He's just like, oh, my neck's a bit sore. I'm like, oh, no, he's got the virus because that's <laughs> what it should. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. But he's not full cranky spectrum yet. He's just like, you know, he's just annoyed. He just looks kind of, you know, sweaty and, yeah, sweaty yeah. and achy, but not really. Yeah. Not really full of cranks. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there, everyone. Speaking of full of cranks, we go back down to the the planet. Uh, and Data is coming up with the best way to find the survivors. I think he wants to, like, check for platinum. No, he wants to check for an element. Um, Some sort of, that sounds right. Yeah, sounds like a check for an element that would not naturally be found here. And I like this idea for an RPG, because um, that is the point of the podcast. Uh, yes. This is how you kind of use research and investigation checks. Like, the, you have the, the party come up with an idea that, like, you give them a puzzle. Say, hey, you've got to find this thing. And say, well, how would you go about finding it? How would you yeah. search this thing out? And then it doesn't matter what they come up with. What they come up with then sets what the, the challenge will be. So yeah, in this case, cool. yeah, you go, okay, so it's going to be a hard check. Figure this out depending if it's like more reasonable or not you go okay great maybe you go to the library and search it through but it's a big library so it takes a little bit longer or maybe it's but too sophisticated okay it's yeah, too sophisticated for a man <laughs> one of your one of your team is an android so not a man he is no man he's um he's going to i will point i will point out that um he says well i am actually an android so that is a fine but i do i am anatomically male yeah, and Beatra's like an amusing notion. I was like, hello. I wanted Yada just like, back off, bitch. He's, he's mine. Yeah, she's my vibrator. Like, raz- That's my toy. Don't you dare. Yeah. Like, fully functional. And then she goes, like, mm, maybe you could teach our, our males a thing or two. <laughs> and like, grab oh, yeah. Poor and Trent or whatever his name is. Poor Trent. Yeah, poor Trent yeah. getting used. Uh, he, he gets so upset. He looks so upset. Yeah, but like, hey, I mean, like he—he's okay with it. Like, also, he, she's like, Trent, go help the android, and, and he's like, yeah, okay, fine. And then, um, yeah, and yeah. So, so that's how we get Data in the library. So Data's, yeah, Data's doing all of the work for this episode. Everybody else Pretty is much. just chilling out, doing whatever, being sexy. Well, they, ha- um, they have they have other roles. 
Like data is there for the research. Yar is there for the empathy. Yar, uh, Yar's there for the empathy. Yar's there for security. Riker's there for the fucking. And um, Troy is there. For Troy's the there to yes, actually do your yeah, job. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And which comes, I mean, comes into play immediately. Well, do we do we get the the costume scene now? Or do we uh, get the, the yeah, basically, like part? they call up to the Enterprise. Hey, can you scan for this element? And they're like, okay, cool. Um, but then mm-hmm. we see the kimono that's arrived for Riker. Oh, oh, the kimono. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah another one of those open chests, um, tight crotch strappy, like shibari pants situations. Like, yeah. yeah, but everybody's fucking, I mean, Troy, so Troy's ha- holding it. And like Riker comes in and Troy goes, uh, this was, you know, delivered, delivered for, you. for you. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's like, like, oh yeah, great. This is for my meeting with, uh, with, with beta, beta, beta. Beata. Beata. And um and fucking Yara is shook. She's like, what the fuck? You're not gonna wear that, are you? And Rike is like, Yeah, I wanna like, you know, I wanna be fit, diplomatic. Yeah. I wanna like fit, fit in, with in you customers. know. Yeah. <laughs> fit in with my titties, gonna show my titties. Uh, oh. I'm gonna honor the indigenousness of this. It's like, oh god, fucking Jesus Christ. So um the girl, I yeah, do, the they, girls are, are they are so indignant. They are so yeah. indignant that he dare to wear something like that. And as he goes off to put it, he goes, hey, this isn't because the, um, <laughs> Mistress Beata is an attractive ma- uh, attractive female, is it? No, it, it's worse. He goes, this is that anything to do with uh, Beata being a, a female and an attractive one at that. And like the two of them like look at each other and roll eyes. And it's so bad. Everyone is mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> I'm glad they rolled those eyes. Uh, well, Yara is all about the rolling the eyes. Troy is kind of just like, eh, I don't know. It's a Riker thing. Who knows? <laughs> Whatever. I'll allow it, it. It kind of felt like uh, Troy wanted to see him in the outfit, honestly. I, yeah, look, I I think they both, I mean, because he comes back and it's great. The reaction levels are amazing. But, um, oh, yeah. but yeah, we'll get to that when it comes back. Because yeah. we go well, down to Picard sweating his little so tits sick. off. So he's sick. such a cranky little guy. He's so cranky. Beverly's trying to help him out. Like he's just, mm. she's just there to be like, dude, you're sick. You should chill out. And he's just like, blah, 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 blah. no, I, blah, blah, blah. I, like, I need to get to the neutral pirate. zone, and I've got an away team. How dare you? He's like, I'm captain. I have things to do. I can't do shit. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Not having I, a fun time. I like to know what you need to do is go and be in your bed. He's like, is that an order? And she's like, yes, it is. I'm like, yeah, you're ordering no bed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one time where it's like actually like in her job description to make him go to bed. Whereas all the yeah. other times, just for sexy time reasons. But this one, she's like, nah, fucking just go to bed. You big, you big, you big baby, you big boy. You big you man big, with man flu. You big man, man flu boy. You big 22nd century. 20, wait, is it, are we still in the 21st? Uh, 24th century, I think at this point. 24th century man boy you go to your bed and uh yeah she follows him she makes sure he goes but yeah. through meanwhile she, she's like leading him through the bridge like yeah off the bridge and like and like while she's leading him away picard goes uh you in charge bye i'm sick oh we also get the the first reference to the klingon sneeze i didn't really understand why beyond like wolf was like it felt like before someone enters the bridge, if Worf is in the scene, he's going to say something. Like, there's going to be a little back and forth between a couple of characters, and it's going to be this yeah. weird little thing. In this case, it's just like, I hope I don't click on sneeze. Click on sneeze? Yes. 
and then Picard so enters. It's totally a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but Geordi's in command and he gets to go, make it so, Mr. Worf. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Because yeah, Geordi like doesn't really get to be in, like, the command at all. This is like, you know, a random situation where it just played out where none of the other bridge officers were around. So he's like, yes, I'm it, baby. And he sits in the I know. chair. He's, he's so far down the ranking that, like, yeah. of course he's he's going to be um, stoked he, to be in he, command. He, he, he does, like, the Picard lean in and, like, when he says make it so. And, like, even Wolf, <laughs> even Wolf looks back and is like, what the fuck, this guy? Yeah. What the fuck is fucking doing a lean in, motherfucker, a bitch? And it's just like, it's great. I like that. Uh, but now we get uh, to see um, uh, yeah, Riker's remarkably hairy chest. Yeah, I love it. And like Tasha and Troy, like both are just sitting there, like waiting for him to walk in. And he strolls on in. And he oh, moves. he struts. He struts, he struts in. He struts, baby. And boy, wow there's a lot to look at um yep. <laughs> if you haven't seen watch the episode yet i i, I recommend oh, I'm you go to... watch till this point because wow wow we wow wow that is a whole left nipple and hair mm-hmm. exposed that is i will try lot. to put um some screenshots some screen grabs up on the the socials but honestly uh... you cannot without gifts you cannot do it justice because also, he, he just yeah. pushes his chest forward so far. He's like, yeah, my tits are out. Oh, it's yeah. It's like he's he's hoping that, like, with as much tit is, is exposed, will, like, obscure, like, ref, like deflect from the crotch that is exposed. <laughs> yes. There's a lot. There's, it's very cupping. It's very, like, folded in to really, really, you know, emphasize that. But I there's, did there's not also, notice that. That's great. It's it's great because like there's a little frill that's like just it's like the it's a whole one piece i'm doing a horrible job at explaining it. it's a whole one piece with a belt and then like just below the belt is like a little frill like a little peplin of like mm-hmm. little little skirt bit and then just under that is 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 the is the lovelies is the two things <laughs> the Riker sure bulge it's the Riker bulge it's the Riker. it's the Riker. what's the, it's the moose what knuckle he does it's a moose knuckle, everyone. No, that's like, we can find a bit. It's a space knuckle. It's something. He. It's the thing he always like does the, the leg pose for. Oh, no, he's he just lunge. wants everybody. He's lunge. It's the. It's the. It's the. It's the. Yeah, it's the Riker lunge. It's the Riker lunge. It's the things that he Riker lunges for, if you know what I mean. Um, yes. but there's a great like there's a. There's a amazing expression on Troy's face as he like walks in uh, mm-hmm. and she just basically is just like looking away and can't help like holding in her laughter like it's it's so good it's he's so good. proud he, of himself as well he he is owning he, it he's both he's both he's proud because he's also got this expression like don't you dare fucking laugh right now like don't you dare and he also looks so uncomfortable and so conscious that like everything is out yeah <laughs> because immediately Tasha like yeah, can't hold it in. She just oh no, she's it. she just loses it in giggles. Yeah, she's just giggling. It's cute. I like this. Yeah. I like these kind of interactions where like you actually get to see the humans behind like the the uniforms like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice moment of kind of almost friendship between the three of them. Yeah, like they're just like yeah. tweaking his nose a little bit. Yeah, and they're all making fun of each other, and it's funny because it's sexy and he's a little bit sexy uh yeah which is i imagine what they're thinking but yeah he's he's trying 
to be professional, I guess. But uh, but hey, I got my names out, babe. Let's do my work. This is a work-related thing. Uh, so yeah, that's how he does the meeting. That's how he goes in, nipples out. Oh yeah, that's that's how he rolls. Mm. So he rocks up to the meeting, and it's Beatra and what's her Beatra. face? I don't know the Beatra, Beatra and Ariel. And Ariel, the angry Ariel. one. She's got the she's got the Ariel. She's got the crazy shoulder pads going on. Um, yeah, she seems yeah, like the one that the... didn't want them to take the people away, and see, she's like, oh, yeah. what she want? Why does she hate them? And she's like, I don't believe the the Enterprise will do as they say. And there's a whole thing about tone. The Enterprise reports a possible location for Mr. Ramsey and the other survivors. So soon, I'm impressed. I'm suspicious. You don't believe me? Not yet. I hear the words, but not the sincerity. You had your opportunity to object, Ariel. You were in the minority. After seven years, the great ship Enterprise comes to repatriate a small group of insignificant people. Mistress Ariel, I hear the words, but not the sincerity. You should listen more carefully. Yeah, and Riker's like, well, that's a shit tone. And she's like, well, you have a shit tone. And he's like, yeah, okay, I guess, but also I don't hear respect. And she's like, well, I don't hear, no. She's like, I don't hear respect. And he's like, well, I don't hear respect. And then, you know, I don't know, outdoes her in wit, apparently, or something. I don't know. She don't walks know. off in a, she walks off in a storm. I'm not really paying attention at this point. I was just, yeah, I, was, too, I, was I got so out. caught up in the whirlwind of that outfit. That like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, uh, you and Beatra both. Yeah, Beatrice is focused on two things, maybe four things, the two nipples and the other two. But um, Trent's still there. So, uh, yeah, the lady, they have a tiff and a little titate, and Riker's yep. like, yeah, well, okay, you, you know, uh, you, you're being, um, oh, I forget what it is. Oh, it's just about tone. Yeah, you're right. Tone yeah. and sincerity. And she's like, I'm not hearing anything. And he's like, well, I'm not hearing anything. And she's like, oh, phew, how dare you, you male. And then he, she walks off. And then, uh, yeah, then he's yeah. left with Trent and Beatra. And Beatra and immediately kicks Trent out. She's like, get to, get to the curb, baby. You're out. This new boy, he's in. And Trent's he's like, got the stuff. oh, no. Oh, no. Mistress. <laughs> oh, Trent. <laughs> yeah. Miss Beatra, she, she wants to fuck. Yes. And may I say, just, just on the appearance of Trent, nay a hair on that man. Nay, nor a hair, yeah. nor a, a peach fuzz. Like, there is, he is completely hairless. I don't know if it's shaved or genetics. It's just nothing is there. So, I, I, like, the immediate pull in which this chest hair brings in Beatra, like, Riker's chest hair, that is, um, is astonishing. Like, it just has so much power, so much audacity if you <laughs> there's a lot the audacity going on of Riker's chest hair. the audacity uh so yeah tr tr it's just them now um and Beatrice just like well yeah. you know um i'm glad you're here it's a gesture of goodwill that you've come and you know and will's like hold on there toots i'm all about the survivors don't you dare sexually objectify me not yet <laughs> baby not yet not yet not until i say it's okay um and yeah it's just this weird oh, it's, sexy it's so, power thing. Yeah. He, I mean, again, he's into it. He's just like, all right, I'll do as a native customs demand. Um, <laughs> he kirks it up way. He does. He's so kirking yeah. it up this episode. Uh, so he calls back to Yah and says, well, you're in charge. Um, yeah, because she Beatra tells him to. She's like, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, it's, it's something like... Uh, don't you Will think the, like, the women are capable of doing it? He's like, they're, they're super yeah. capable. 
yeah, we have things to do. Aren't the women capable? I guess they are capable. And she's like, okay, well, you're going to call them right now and tell them I need you to stay here to discuss things with me. And he's like, okay. Okay, I <laughs> guess they are. And he, and he calls them up and yeah, he talks to Yarn. <laughs> he's basically just like, yep, uh, I'm staying here to talk to Beatra about uh, things. And Yarn's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, um, so she's like, cool, <laughs> set phases to stun and we'll beam over to that location that uh, Jordy found. Yeah. Yeah. I just fucking, I love how, why any, right, any chance Rector gets to make things like about his the dick. work, but also sexy. Like, yeah, everything's about his dick. Like this whole situation. You didn't need to it's... be there, Riker. You just wanted to get laid. Like you're not mm-hmm. doing this for your job. She's a sexy lady. Remember you said so. And now... And now you're just getting, yep, you're getting yep. in. But anyway, yep. it's um, great. So they beam awesome. over into the gully um, where yes. Ramsey is just sitting there and like yeah. just waiting for them, Chilling. basically. Uh, he's like, <laughs> I I knew you were coming. And it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, how did he know? <laughs> and we don't get to know yet. Because... Yeah, and he just jumps straight straight to the next scene. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Well, it's an ad break, I assume. That would have been an ad oh, break. Yeah, true. That and we go back to right Picard uh, being super sick in his quarters, and now Worf's sick, sick too. He's sneezing yeah. everywhere. More um, people are getting sick. Worf's getting sick. Everybody's getting sick. Yeah. Sick of this shit. No, no. Sick. Of and we get. Yeah, this is when we get the Klingon sneezes. Just how big these Klingon sneezes are. They're not even that big though, which is no, a bit of not. a disappointment. I was well, so excited I noticed, for a big. I thing. noticed that they kept cutting away from him when he sneezed. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like they couldn't have him act it out. Maybe he was giggling too much. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he was just like, I can't take this shit seriously. Michael Dunn was like, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> my, forehead, my forehead stuff will fall off if I really sneeze. Yeah, if I really get into it. Um, yeah. And it's and like, yeah. Geordie sends him to sick bay. Um, but as he does, engineering has a, a problem, like a malfunction with the temperature variations or something. And Geordie's like, I'll be right down. And Wolf's like, no, you're the captain now. There's other people yeah. that do this for you. Yeah, dude. You're not just some token engineer. You're a yeah. high-ranking bridge officer. You're a fucking stand-in captain, baby. You got to stay. Um, yeah. Which I found, and that was, that was cool. That was, interesting. that was really nice. It was a nice little, like, yeah. wolf Geordie friendship element in this episode. Yeah. 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 Where Picard just sweating his tits off, holding his little yeah. blankie. <laughs> yeah, he's got his little. I love he had his little blankie. Uh, it was great. Oh, I think there was like an update on the Romulan situation as well. But we don't care about that. Oh yeah, shit's, this is all subplot B. Everybody, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Romulans are happening. Okay, cool. But God's sick. Doesn't really matter anymore. Shit's it's basically down. just like a timer to like you've got to be somewhere else soon, everyone. Yeah, which I yeah, it could have been done. You know, this is this is an interesting way to do it. It's fine. It's a yeah, cold and a flu that happens. That's realistic. But um, yeah. but you yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, but yeah, then we get back to the cave with Ramsey. Because the they're all in a cave. Yeah, and they explain it's... how they found him um, with his his little um, his his pendant. His, yeah. his wings or whatever it was that is still platinum, platinum. and apparently there's no platinum. Yeah. I find it difficult to believe that there's no platinum on uh this planet on an M-class at all. planet yeah, yeah. considering hey, it's so similar to earth yeah yeah but. and that it was this advanced like platinum was a big thing through the 17th century yeah. uh there's a reason why we use platinum as a as a coin in in D. yeah because it's super fucking cool it has yeah a lot of cool pr- yeah 
does stuff. Um, um, but anyway, Troy does note that you don't seem that excited to leave. And um, there's no apprehension. He's like, yeah, because I've got a wife and family. And like, yeah, this, this is my, my home, home now. I've literally I'm, been here for what, like two years? Five, seven years. How many years? Seven years. Seven years? Yeah. Fuck. So I don't, I don't want to, it's not a rescue. It's more like a kidnapping. Yeah. I don't want to leave. We got to come to some other solution because like, yeah. this is like, they don't want to, they don't, they're not going to let us stay here because, you know, when, you know, anarchists or whatever, apparently to them, like we don't want to live by their rules. So, uh, so we gotta, we gotta find some different solution federation. Mm. That's basically, that's basically it. Yeah. But then we get back to all back of to the, the action that is happening. <laughs> Ooh, the real action, the real reason we're here. Yeah. Riker and Beatra, um, conversing or having many things to discuss. I think mm. was like how they left it. She's like, we, you know, I'm going to go get changed to something more comfortable because we have many things to discuss. Um, I will point out that the thing she gets changed into is just the same dress she was, or same outfit she was wearing before, but a different color. Yeah, and it's it's just pants, like it's no pants. This version, it's just like same outfit, but like dress version. Make it dress. Yeah, and she's like, "Cool, I guess this is more comfortable." (laughs) I mean, I will agree that not having pants on is usually more comfortable. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, well, why not? Everybody, yeah, what? Fuck, I don't know. I feel like. Also, costume design in this could have been done differently. Yeah. Where maybe they all wear dresses and not pants. And why are you going to make it about pants? Why not just dress? Anyway. I am. I'm looking at this like from an overall thing. The construction of this episode is really good because we do have the construction of the scenes and like the the order of it. Because we just had Ramsey saying, "Hey, I don't want to leave," and we see this as home. And now we have Riker and Beatra. Ex- like she puts out her reasoning. For, yeah, for the dynamic them. that they have. Yeah, for not telling them yeah. about the before. And it's like, we needed a check to make sure that you weren't here to aid Ramsey. And it was a whole thing. But she's also like, men here are the lucky ones because they just get to do these. They just get to be pleasure. And women are the ones that take over the role. And in the next scene, we have Ramsey's point of view of it. Yeah, it kind of bounces back and forth. That's kind of cool. That's, a, that's yeah. a, I think, a well-timed uh, and yeah. even before, when we had Picard smelling the the night bloom or whatever, then we cut to Data with the perfume. Yeah, that's it's cute. Like there's that's there's cute. nice little transitions between each of the scenes, and we do kind of get these back to back elements to to fold us through. There's some really, it's a very well constructed story. It's just not a great yeah. story. <laughs> it's just not a great story. Yeah, I think the yeah. construction, yeah, like you said, is great, but it's just not super interesting. It kind of convoluted and has been done better before but yeah it's uh yeah i mean we get these little sexy interludes between Riker and theatro talking about like yeah how in society you know the men are the ones who are fortunate because they get to basically rally around being sexy but like comparing that with how like historically women have been treated um mm. and like objectified like she's not mentioning any of the objectification undertones she's just like kind of being like well we devote ourselves like we make an obligation to uh make a life for you so like you don't have to do anything because that's how much we you know appreciate yeah. and love you and yeah we can't now get naked because how... you're on my bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and he, i like that they they kiss and he's just like well i look I am a diplomat in this regard. I can't just be making out with like leaders of a of another society. Uh, and then he has the joke of, "What is? It? Yeah, it's just what you do, Riker." Uh, and then she's like, "Well, basically, he says, but will you respect me tomorrow?'" 
She's like, I yeah, fucking respect hope so. me in the morning. <laughs> it's such a fucking nineties thing to say. Like right? this whole, this whole like, cause, cause he also says like in society we share the yes, responsibilities. Yes, we share responsibilities. Yeah, but they don't though, do you? <laughs> you they really don't. Bitch. Like, I mean, I get how the, I, I get how it's meant to be in this utopian like future where yeah, the federation uh, is more progressive than the early nineteen nineties or like nineteen late nineties. So. Yeah. Yeah, late 80s. So I get how they're trying to push for this progressive, like, undertone of the Federation, but it's not that progressive because they're still, yeah. like, as we've seen in previous episodes of, like, Haven, uh, you still, oh, was it Haven? Uh, oh, there's so many. Troy. So many. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, there's still these undertones of, like, toxic masculinity and, like, fucked up stereotypes. And so, like, <laughs> and so just the fact that he's like, will you still respect me in the morning? It's like, oh, you fucking silly, it's so, silly little, silly uh, little male. <laughs> But, but uh, it's, it's interrupted by Trent. He's brought the gift that uh, the Riker had, which... Um, oh, yeah, cock by Trent, for sure. Well, for a little bit. <laughs> a few yeah, things. Oh, second. maybe. Maybe, actually. He might be. Yeah, well, hey, um, he's definitely jealous to an extent, I think. Yeah, he definitely like... fails. But it turns out the gift was a, a meditation thing. It's basically a candle. He gave her a candle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gave, yeah just a cool-looking candle. Yeah, cool-looking candle. Oh, wait, can I just say, there's an, wait, before this happens, there's a, there's a thing that happens. Beatrice, I don't know, they're talking and shit, and Beatrice's like, um, you, you, like, you attract me like no man is ever That's right. Me. Yeah, <laughs> body hair suddenly has, like, made her gush. She's like, she's, like, combing through his body, like, his chest hair, and yeah. he's, he kind of looks a little uncomfortable about it. It's, yeah, and then he says, well, he respects me, and, like, fully goes in, like, dives into <laughs> yeah. his face. And then Trent walks in with a little like yeah the the weird cloche cloche it's a cloche it's a weird cloche. cloche okay cloche it's a weird cloche or oh, cloche I can't pronounce it sure. a weird octo- octagon cloche thing yeah. and he hands it directly to Will Riker and he's like this is yours and Will's like thank you Trent thanks Trent thanks, <laughs> and Trent ah oh, poor Trent and then he looks oh. so uncomfortable and just walks away. But yeah. yeah, it's a fancy looking candle, and he's yeah. like this is from the USS Enterprise. Here you go. It's a shiny. Yeah rock thing candle yeah and she's stoked by it but the real point of it i feel is to point out that they she's very impressed by him and then because it's fire it transitions to ramsey's fire in his camp Ah. so again some real nice transitions here yeah in terms of like color and lighting for sure yeah the fire representing the heat of their sexual desire for one another yes it's Yes. Yeah. And Don't and be also... afraid to use metaphors in your games, everybody. <laughs> and then Ramsey cooking dinner and Data like standing awkwardly behind him, just yeah. looking over his shoulder. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty great. But like, yeah. anyway, it's oh, it's, it's, Ramsey's it's basically cool. saying, "Hey, it was great the first couple of years, and we were all fine with it. Then we saw how the men were treated. It's like they don't even get to vote. They don't have any rights, and we couldn't stand up for that. We couldn't stand by and let that happen." Yeah, Uh, I can see see. what happened. Um, But Troy and Yara are like, it's not your concern anymore. We're going, we're taking you back. And Data's like, actually, no, we're not. Like the freighter isn't part of Starfleet. They're not bound by the prime directive. They're not bound by any of the laws that we have. Yeah. So if they want to stay here, we can't make them go back. Sneaky little loophole. Yeah. Because the oh yeah, because the Odin was not wasn't a starship, and neither was the crew. So the Prime Directive hell holds no sway there. It's like completely 
completely useless. Well, not completely. Useless, I mean, it's but... basically like an oil tanker. I assumed it's like it's just this. It's a truck. It's just yeah. this freighter going from one place to another. It doesn't really count as like an official starship. So Beverly is still treating everybody. There's 300 cases oh, now. Yeah. And apparently the virus so mutates every 20 minutes. Which is crazy, everybody. That's Think a about lot. Like, that's a lot. That's that's ridiculous. Think how much fucking COVID-19 has like changed up its game. And then this. Every 20 minutes, y'all, on a ship. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> only You're basically in, all dead. There's only 300 people that have got it. But it's mutating every 20 minutes. And there's no fatalities yet. But it seems like there's going to be. Yeah. But like luckily beverly's chill she hasn't yeah she's had, fine you know she's fine and there's been no fatalities which is fine no. but um like, like i but said she's it's basically it's it's yeah it's a really bad case of mental but uh but yeah basically bev's like well look because laforge is like there's nobody here i'm all alone on the bridge um i need help <laughs> and, yeah. and she's like um the romulans are your issue dude not mine so you can just fuck off and hold the fort until we find mm-hmm. an inoculant for this because mm-hmm. that's my one priority is this crazy batshit crazy which is uh, fair it's pretty bad crazy and yar asks to beam back over to Riker. they'll collect him and then they'll they'll piss off because if the castaways don't want to go back they can't do anything and they oh, ask yeah. ramsey how how did you know we were coming he's like i can't answer that and they leave but then ariel comes out of the shadows and let me mix out with him and it seems like she's been good all along yeah she well not good but she's definitely got her own incentive she's just like because her whole thing this whole whole thing has her whole thing this whole episode has been like fuck off federation we don't need you with your strong males and your Shitty attitude about well, I think you know stuff. <laughs> it's not even that. It's her whole attitude is we don't want these people found. We don't want these people to go anywhere. Yeah, like she's well, been... that's, we find out because if, if she if they get if they get found founded if they if they find them then they basically have to she has to hand them over to Biatra. Yeah, uh, and be like, hey, they're here, the anarchists. I'm not in love with them. <laughs> Psych. She's totally in love with Ramsey. And yeah. so, yeah, she just yeah. wants the Federation to leave and stop the invest and like in looking for them, which mm. is what Beatra wants. She yeah. wants to well, find them and fuck with them. Speaking of Beatra and fucking with people, uh, she and Riker are having pillow talk, which I assume Ooh, yeah. is post-coital. Uh, Trent, unfortunately, interrupts again. And it's because the away team's returned and they just like storm in. <laughs> it's like glad yeah. Will was wearing pants in this scene. Yeah, I mean that's what makes me question whether it's post-coital or just just pre-coital, just tipping it, just about to get in there. Because she's like, I'm so glad that I'm with a man or male who knows what he wants, and Will's like, Yeah, I know what I want, and she's like, Ooh, that's so sexy. I love that. Mm-hmm. You're so powerful and strong, and yeah. I'm just a woman, and I like strong boys. Stupid. Yeah, Stupid. I, I didn't, I um, didn't appreciate that bit either. No. So I'm glad uh, I got interrupted. And she basically gives him a lecture on like, oh yeah, see, women by our very nature, we just want men. We just want to make our men feel good. So it's nice to know to be, you know, with a man who's who know, knows what he wants and, and takes charge. And Will's like, men aren't objects, Beatra. And she's like, of course they're not. But I'm gonna make you my object, little bitch. And then, then the. <laughs> And the doorbell fucking goes off and yep. Trent comes in and cough box the whole situation. Uh, well, with the away the, team the does crew. as well. Because again, they, the they 
burst in and the Beatrice was like, how dare you, you know, yeah. didn't keep your word and interrupted my sexy times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this means that Ramsay and her his, his companions are going to be sentenced to death. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. That, that fucking sucks, but all right. Yeah. And actually, and- um, we've already seen Riker's nipples, but in this next scene, we get to see Picard's as well. Oh, so many nipples in this episode. It's so many nipples. As I said, it's like Justice 2.0. Yeah, Justice. This is a better Justice. If I was going to see anybody's nipples, I'm glad it was Riker's, and I'm very glad it was Picard's. I'm just saying. If it was going to be anybody's, I'm happy that it was those two. (laughs) It would be nice to see more, but of the ship's crew, I mean, not generally everybody's. But anyway, so that happens. Yeah, So Uh, that happens. Um, Yeah, Beverly comes in and kind of puts her hands all over him because, of course, you would. Uh, and feeds mm. him some thermos water, which I don't know what it's meant to be. It's just, it, it won't taste he good and it smells worse. Yeah, it just I don't looks, know. It's just, but he's, he's so bald and he's so sweaty. And, and it's, yeah, it's it's not a fun time. He doesn't look like he's mm. having a fun time at all. But um, no. but Bev's doing great doctor work here. Great, she is, amazing. Giving him as she smells the um, the night bloom as well. Yeah, this is what gives it away. She's like, oh, I can smell something weird. It's like, surely she would have heard that from like Picard or like people that caught it initially that like there was a funky smell. I just, I have so many, I have so many questions because her reasoning is, of course, it's a smell that makes you sniff and breathe in deeper and then the virus gets inside you. It's like, okay, great. But how does it like transmit to somebody else? Do you just have like yeah. this sentient gas cloud of virus floating around? No, viruses don't work this way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm cons- I it just, it's just it's like some great epiphany, but it's like yeah, there are airborne diseases, but shouldn't have you figured that out like you know before? And mm-hmm. also, how does that help with finding the cure? How did I mean? I'm, and yeah, where did it come from? Did it come from the holodeck? I don't, that's what I want to know. It doesn't make. It doesn't make any sense. sense. It makes, makes no sense. No like, sense. Did, did, did Wesley go on an, an expedition before the expedition to a holiday? Because maybe then he got it from somewhere. But it's never maybe. explained. It's never, it's explained. never explained. It's very confusing. We don't know yeah. why, everybody. This is a mystery. If anybody yeah. knows, please tell us because we don't. We can't figure it out. <laughs> Although mysteries are really good, particularly plague mysteries in D&D and role-playing games, that idea yeah. of something that you can't actually fight and you need to research or go and find a cure for, those yes. are always good. And that's kind of what I took away from this. All of it, it's like, nah, don't care about Klingon flowers. Don't care about Klingon sneezes. Don't care about sweaty Picards. What I took yeah. away is sickness is fun. Yeah. Where did it come from? That's also yeah. where it where came did it come from. And also sickness is fun, especially when you figure want to figure find out where it came from. Well, that, that is a good point. That where did it come from is such a big thing. If you just have a plague sweeping through your fantasy realm, people are going to want to know where it came from. It's like, is this an attack from somebody using biological warfare? Is it like some sort of curse? What? It's a good way to just get characters involved. Yeah, yeah, and engage. Like, did it come from bats? Did it come from you know Chinese open market? Like, is it you know, is it monkeypox? Is, is it, it monkeypox? Um, bird flu? Is it swine from? flu? Is it mad cow yeah, disease? It's like you have a lot of uh, potential. However. I will um, also say a lot of people don't want to have those storylines right now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, with the, I mean, it's getting easier to talk about, but uh, yeah, no, like I can see why that would be a, a sore subject or not as yeah. fun in yeah. games, but still fun in general, though, fun for other things, to, like other other diseases. 
if you do want a good little magical disease, there is a module that's available um, from a number of places. I think it used to be on... Anyway, uh, Blood in Woodhaven, which we ran for Dungeons oh. and Distancing in, in 2020. Cool. Well, um, which is up. about a blood yeah. disease. And it's, it's, it's very fun. There's vampires. Ooh. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, all right, Written all right. by our friend Ben Byrne over at Ghostfire Gaming. Ooh, all right. That's right, Ben. I made a plug on the podcast. Now you got to plug mine. <laughs> uh, so data gives a bit more exposition on this whole um yeah, whole situation yeah mm-hmm. uh basically like lays it all out for us and Rike is like well we're gonna have to leave um yeah and troy's like no i am really not comfortable leaving these people to die Rack is like well neither am i but they've held out for seven years they can probably like stay hidden for a bit longer but that turns out to be a complete inaccuracy because they have immediately been captured. Yeah, they just like basically after they left them in the cage, yeah. they have been found out. Which yeah, I yeah, so that sucks. <laughs> and I I love that he comes in and is all like, "Why did you tell them where to find us?" And uh, Beatra comes in and is like, "No, the traitor led us to you," and like brings Ariel in. It's like, dude, why are you? bagging on the enterprise crew when you clearly know that ariel led them there like you were with her all the way from your little camp yeah it's yeah it's yeah yeah Beatra, yeah. bit of a shit fuck dude. yeah <laughs> particularly because she's like everyone's gonna die now yeah yeah you're all gonna die including you ariel and she's ariel's yeah. just like well all right well, i guess that, that um, sucks i'll die with my husband then i'll die with my love um but Beatrice is like, well, this is how it is. And then Will's like, you can't do that. And she's like, no, I can. And you wouldn't understand. And Will's like, is it because I'm a man? And she's like, no. <laughs> but maybe. Uh, uh, and But she, it does seem like she's looking for another way. Because she's like, is there another way that you could suggest? Or I cut it off. She's like, what if I took all the distance? What if everyone left with me? Yeah. Because that's she's what like, she's yeah. wanted all along, is for them yeah. to just leave. Um, well, she doesn't yeah. want to be killing people. Yeah. yeah, I think that she's got a, a good point. This is kind of a good solution for them. Like, they take the the castaways and they take everyone who agrees with the castaways. It's great. Yeah. Uh, not so great for the castaways because they tell Ramsey, he's like, no. Uh, yeah, that wasn't what Ramsey wanted at all. But Yeah, like- <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. This is our home. This is our home. And um, Riker basically just goes, I don't care. I do not care. I'm taking you all with me. It breaks a whole bunch of rules and the prime directive, but I am not letting you die here. Yeah. And I I feel like fair call because one, like Ramsey landed on, like Ramsey and his crew landed on their planet. Like they were living there. Like they can't just expect a culture to change. I get that. Overnight, yeah, true. Or in seven years, or whatever. How many long? It, or how long it took to do? Uh, and and Riker going against Prime Directive is, you know, makes, I mean, par for the sense. course now. Yeah, it happens so frequently. It's like, oh well, this is actually a decent reason to break it. So cool. I guess I'm alright with that. Yeah, like, I don't think it's breaking uh, it that much, honestly. Not really. It's just sort of like you know, twisting it a little bit. It's making it a little bit, you know, working into the their. Uh, Working into their plans and not getting yeah. people killed, which is a good thing. I feel like every time they use it and people don't get killed, that's cool. That's fine. 
Yeah, I mean, better. the Prime Directive is basically just don't affect the societies from progressing normally, right? Yeah, so essentially. if they beamed all no these impact. people away from an execution, the government, the elected one, can still say they were executed and we will never see them again. Yeah. It's like it but, has the same effect. That's true. But they're also intervening with the people who landed. So it's like they're yeah. the people who landed and wanted to stay, then they're intervening with any sorry, intervening, 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 intervening with any, yeah, intervening with any kind of like conflict resolution that would have happened maybe later after that yeah. point. Like maybe something else could have happened. But like we don't know because they Riker just straight up was like, no, you're coming with, fuck you. You have no you have no say. <laughs> yeah, you have no rights. I'm just not gonna no I'm rights. saving your life, you you ungrateful bastard. I'm, kind I'm of kidnapping thing. you away from this shitty situation, which is yeah. better. <laughs> but yeah, I feel that's, I feel that's... we could argue the prime directive and whether they uphold it. Like greater minds Still than we have done it a lot. The cows yeah. come home. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and honestly it it doesn't matter because when they call up Beverly, well, they call up the ship. Uh, Geordie's uh, already sick, so Beverly's in charge. <laughs> and I love no. that. They're like, wow, things must be really bad if Beverly's in charge. Yeah, fucking Beverly is like on the phone. <laughs> Fuck, dude, shit's gone wrong. Oh, my God. Uh, um, and this is probably yeah. why, because she's like, no one gets to come up here. No one comes up here until this virus yeah. is dealt with. Yeah. Except for Data, because yeah. Data's not like any regular man. He's, he's, he's an no android. man. He's an android. He's an android. He looks like a man, but he doesn't episodes. get man flu. He's fully functional, but not when it comes to getting sick. So he's there, ready to Except help. Except when he does. Except when he does. Like in the Naked Now for some reason, but we never yeah. bring that up again. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that happens. They leave. Oh, Data yeah. leaves. He heads back up. I don't know what uh, he's doing. He's, he's he sent, they basically like, it's vital that you get to the neutral zone. Like, yes. it's more important that you get to the neutral zone. So you take command, go up there, get the ship to the neutral zone, and we'll stay here and wait for you to get back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which That'll he doesn't, he, he doesn't do. Right? He, it no. quickly is revealed that he didn't do that. Uh, because when they're invited to the execution with Trent there, Trent, of course, being the one person that's sent to talk to them all the time. Um, <laughs> Poor Trent. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, Data calls back in and is like, oh, yeah, I'm still here. I did the maths and realized that we can wait. And given how long the, the ship that's already in the neutral zone and the outpost there, how long they can hold off the Romulans before they really need our help, we have another 48 minutes. Jesus, fucking Data. <laughs> yeah, at top speed, we have 48 minutes to get. Like, We can wait 48 minutes before we have to go. So you can go cool. to see the execution. Data crunching numbers, doing what yeah. needs to be done. I thought I thought it was they were going to leave, but who's getting executed again? I forget. Is it so? Is it, I believe yeah, it's it's Ariel, it's Ramsey, it's the other survivors, and I'm assuming oh. like their wives as well. Right. I thought they were leaving with Riker. Wasn't that? No, like no, no, no. Because um, Beverly's like, no, you can't take us up. Oh, well, he, he can't, like, just beam them away, so I guess they're stuck there. Well, yeah, and but, since like, the fact that they can't they... leave, then yeah, they got to be like... executed the next day. No, but, like, <laughs> surely if they just explain that to them, be like, oh, hey, we can take them, just not right now, maybe in, like, a couple of days. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, you don't have to execute them right away, right? No, they, they must that. be executed right away. I 
I don't understand that logic. Like, why? If they were just, disrupting if you harmony. Yeah, but if you don't want to execute them, just wait a little while. Like, find some diplomatic reason. It's a government. You're the government. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not well sake. explained. No, it's just like, no, we have to do it. We're on a deadline. There's like, you know, it's a time. There's only time 10 minutes of the episode left. Yeah, true. We've got to bring this to a resolution quick. Otherwise, we won't get rid I of didn't that. actually question it. I just uh, went, yeah, she wants, She really wants to kill them off. Yeah, stupid though. Anyway. It yeah, is stupid. Well, I, I, I think I that she's not really, she the, She does have her reasons a little later on. Like she, mm. she says this in the next scene that she's, that they are disrupting the harmony of the situation. She is a leader and she wants this, this revolution snuffed out. She wants it done as soon as possible. And she yeah. declared that them to execute the next day. Riker couldn't come through with another plan. So she's just going to follow through with the execution. An execution okay. via disintegration beam, I noticed. Yeah, just of all of the ways to die. Yeah. What will we do? Disintegration beam seems, you know, the coolest, most humane or angel one way to do shit. So uh, yeah. that'll, that'll be disintegration beam. I was going to say that, that disintegration beam that we use in the 20th century technology we have now. Yeah. yeah. After they yeah, were explained at the same level as... Um, we also see them using spears. So it's like... Mm. It's wild. And this is like the way that they turn on Trent fucking of all people turn on turns on the disintegration beam and he like yes. puts his hand on this like orb, like it's a crystal ball that you find at like the two dollar shop or something. Like it's it's this weird yeah. thing. And they're just like, Yep, that's that's the button. That's what you do. Um oh. Yeah, anyway, so Will's like, I'm not gonna stand for this. Um so uh yeah, uh you know He makes he, a speech. He makes a speech. He does a little he does a little Riker speech, uh using logic. Or something. I forget what he says, actually. Um, no, he says that um, what they have is not a revolution, but it's an evolution. That all the things that they're standing up for were already in place in your society. That right, they're yeah, not that's right. he's, introducing these ideas. They're giving them voice. Yeah, he's making a he's making a point of making it about like how equality of the sexes and genders is innately yeah. the way to go and yeah. it's an innate response and this is just your cultural adaptation of like gender being one gender being more powerful or dominant than the other but also and that um also that killing them would make them martyrs yeah which i feel like is and it will send like ripples to the planet and so that's like that's like i think that's what kind of hits home with her more rather than any sort of significant change in hmm. cultural sort of like ideas. And I think this is a, it's, he does make it actually a really good point. Not so much about the martyrs, but the fact that those feelings were in place already, that these weren't just four people from off world who were like, oh, your ways are stupid and wrong. It's like they gathered a following like quite yeah. easily. Yeah. And the fact that Ariel, who is at the highest level of government, supports them. It's like, this isn't just, you know, outsiders coming in and, and changing opinions. This is some, This is a movement in their society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Riker laying down the, 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 the laws of the, of the universal plot or something. I don't know. He's yeah. laying down something. <laughs> yeah. And Beatrice is, is Beatra. on board. She's like, Beatrice, sorry, Beatrice. Beatrice well, on I... board and she... She yeah. sends in, she sends, she's like, Ramsey, put him in and we're going to murder him anyway. Um, but then at the last moment before Trent can execute him, she stops and says, we will adjourn on this matter and discuss it. 
but I like this for, for RPGs as well. That when a player gives a little speech, because they do love to give their speeches, uh, and makes like a persuasion check or something, they don't immediately change somebody's mind. It's more yeah. that a success means that you're more amenable to listening to the yes. argument. Yeah, I like that because it's also more realistic as well because you're not going to change any fanatic's mind about like one particular point or the other, especially if they super believe in it. But you could open them up to the possibility of changing their mind on their own. Like it could just be like no persuasion role, in my opinion, is high enough that you're going to completely change someone's mind. You're just going to open them up to the idea that they come to their own conclusion. But like in maybe a delayed moment, you know, like this where fucking Trent of all people is put in control of like holding the button to disintegrate the man. Yeah. <laughs> Poor fucking Trent. I feel more sorry for him. He gets I so know. Bruised. And he gets uh, like two like, lines. I know. It's like, we'll get, we'll get, we'll, you know, we'll objectify the fuck out of you. We'll, like, you know, throw you to the Beatra or whatever her name is. We'll throw you to the wind whenever she wants to get her bone on with someone else, some other male. Throw you to the curb, and then we'll get you to murder your own gender when, like, put under trial, <laughs> because <laughs> because we can. That's the he's the real he is the real um real victim of this episode. I'm gonna say I, it's Trent. I want to compare this he... whole thing with like the Dungeons and Dragons Drow race, which is a matriarchal society oh, as well. But it just oh. doesn't. There's a there's so many oh. problems with how that yeah. society is portrayed. We're not even going to get yes. into it. All right, cool. But yeah, yeah. that um yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, why, Will yeah. Riker, I call so, him Wiker. Will Riker wins Wiker. the day. Wiker. Yeah, he, he does end up winning the day. Um, we know because when Beata returns and uses his words. But thankfully, Beverly's created the inoculant. Yay, go Bev. Woo! Um, she, they're with 17 minutes to spare. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Got so, in early on that one. So Riker's like, Data, lock on to this entire group of people. We're going to beam up as soon as they come back. Yep. Uh, yep. Data returns and goes, we have decided to stay the execution. Uh, we're going to exile them to a very remote area where it'll be hard to live on, but basically you can have your ideas in peace and you won't affect the rest of our society. Yeah, we aren't populated and you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We're doing that, you a favor. That does kind of make sense. Like the idea that they can now form their own little society where their ideas will have and eventually over time the two societies can come together as they just kind of slowly interact. Yeah, yeah. Or they may have just started a horrible like series of civil wars that like, you know, go down in in the planet's history of being the worst. That was the other thing, but I wasn't going to mention it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, cool federation, you did it again. You had one rule and that's, you know, don't fuck with other people and their cultures and shit and you you blew it out of the water. You fucking, well done, Riker. Well done. You and Uh, your chest hair. Well done, Riker. Doing it for the federation. So instead of being like 18 people to beam up, there's three. And they say farewell. They get back on the bridge and people are slowly recovering. They get inoculated as soon as they turn up. Yeah, Um, Beverly straight up stabbing her with the little thing um, as soon as they get on the bridge. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything's back to normal. It's like nothing nothing ever happened. Yeah, Picard's already back on the bridge. He's still looking really sweaty and he's all hoarse. I can know know the feeling. He's so hoarse that he can't even say engage. Oh, oh. And everyone has a good chuckle as they go off to fight the Romulans. 
And that's it. That that's was it. that episode. That was episode. That's where it we was, got, babies. Yeah, it was... Um, <sighs> I'd rather have seen them fight the Romulans, to tell the truth. Me too. That would have been more fun. For like a yeah. whole episode that is about, or one of the main plot points is like, oh, women are the more dominant, you know, gender, and they are more powerful and in power. We don't get to see a lot of women being nope. in power. We just nope. get to see them being seduced and seducted by Mr. Will Riker, and then change their opinion on things. Like. Fuck me. <laughs> yep. Fuck. A lot of this, these 1980s sci-fi stories, just in general, um, yes. often feel to me like I was just, I found my sub-thesis from when I did honors a couple of days Ooh. ago and I was reading through oh, nice. it. And I remember. I'd love to read it. Okay, I will. I'll see if I can okay. find the, the PDF. Ooh. And if people subscribe to the Patreon, they also can read it. And... Oh, sick, yes. <laughs> love that idea. Fuck yeah. Um, Anyway, the one of the things I remember my supervisor telling me because I was having a lot of problems writing the essays was that when you're writing your subthesis, you don't need to introduce anything new. You say this is how the world is. This is how the facts that you're talking about are. Mm. And it's just to prove that you can do the research. And then when you're okay. getting your master's and your doctorate, that's when you have to come up with a new idea and actually like dwell on stuff and you know tweak things out. But that's what this feels like. It feels like a sub-thesis. They just said, this is the world we know, but gender flipped. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And maybe like pushed it to the extreme where it didn't seem like there were many rights for the males on that planet. Mm. But like, maybe like, yeah, this is our society a couple hundred years ago. Or like, pick a, pick a society on the globe and a couple hundred years ago or you know whatever and, and that 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 is this but jennifer yeah and yeah like let's discuss they, it <laughs> they, well they didn't discuss it they just said this is the no. this is it showed what the situation is but with a little bit of a tweak so you recognize the situation whereas yeah. i feel that it'd be better to really discuss those issues and then look at our society from that discussion and it just didn't do that yeah, and that's something and that's it, something that role playing games are so good at that you can tweak a little bit of a world and then make that discussion and make people think about it and enjoy a world where something about our world is different. Yeah, and discuss why that has impact or yeah, just any yeah. kind of conversation about it. It starts the conversation. Whereas this is just like, yeah, you were right. It didn't really explain why those power dynamics and then being flipped is something worth like discussing or having like an episode about like they didn't really explain any of that they just said oh this is how it is and then that's yeah it wasn't didn't really reach any good conclusions or any conclusions or found any conversations which is yeah so so yeah that's how i how we feel about that episode but there is one last thing that we do on this podcast before we sign off um i know who i'm picking sorry you go first yeah, no, no, we, you we get to go to... first then. Oh, okay, I'll go first. <laughs> that we have to pick our character from the episode that we just watched and how we would yes. turn them into a um, PC or NPC for one of our role-playing games. And um, since Nina has insisted, and this is an episode where gentlemen follow ladies' commands, I shall do so. Huh. Um, yes. I have chosen Ariel. Okay. The Not what you expected, Mrs. I'm sure. Mrs. No, Ramsey. No, I was... Miss Ramsey, the <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Tell us why, Jeremy. So please. it feels like the obvious choice would have been to pick Ramsey. 
that ah, he's the one okay. that kind of gets all the the lines and he's the freedom fighter living out in the wilderness. I'm like, hang on a second. The more interesting character to me is the person at the highest levels of government who constantly has to have all these checks and all these um, decisions to try to keep her role secret and trying to change okay. the system from within and having to do all so this stuff. And, are you and suggesting feels- for an NPC or a PC? I'm thinking for both. I think for both. I think NPC, she makes a really cool ally, kind of like the opposite of what she did here, that there is that Mm -hmm. potential for a party who's trying to change the system. Well, if a party who's trying to change the system, she's an ally. For a party who's trying to maintain the system, she's an adversary. But as a player character, it's a little bit more, I'm the spy. I'm the one that has to go between the party and their their aggressors. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. And it, yeah, the amount of different checks you would have to do to sort of play that would be a really fun experience as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a cool. I like that. I like that. Very much thinking on your feet. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. And particularly because it's also, well, where does her story come from? What is her story that she, it's not just, I fell in love with this guy from another world. It's like, no, I've been questioning this society, but I've moved up to the, the highest, one of the highest ranks of it. Yeah, exactly. Or like questioning why... Like maybe like yeah, or her. It could be played in a lot of different ways. It could be played like she, she's questioning her own like you know morals and own like yeah her whole government and and yeah. her whole like I don't know experience on the planet up until that point and then laying like well now I have to play these two different sides and like yeah try and now and suddenly the, now suddenly these aliens come in and I'm not sure how to deal with them so I've got to like stand protect off each my love to... because yeah. nothing's gonna change yeah. Mm-hmm very cool i like it yeah that would be so that's my pick nice i'm gonna pick trent (laughs) why because he's sexy no i'm gonna pick trent (laughs) because as a maybe not so much a player character but as an npc because i feel like they could have made given him a personality you know Mm -hmm. they could have given him there's so many ways they could have made him sort of i don't know not objectify him so much uh i know they were trying to make a point but like why not I don't know, play it up a bit and, and see a different side to Trent that we didn't get to see in this. I feel like that would have been fun. I think we got uh, to see a bit of Trent. Like, he, there was, like, those elements of jealousy and rejection. We saw him, but he didn't talk a lot. And that's no. what I feel like, yeah, it would have been nice to have heard why he was okay with slapping his hand on the uh, disintegration mm-hmm. ball instead of, you know, maybe questioning whether or not he was his planet was, you know, really had his best interests at heart best yeah. interests sorry at heart um yeah i don't know i just find that really interesting but uh, I, I, I think I, that would have been i think he can make a really interesting npc because it is a reminder of the villains aides have opinions too yeah yeah that's true that's true that's true yeah that would be fun. yeah that was my pick yeah. Cool. That is our episode for this week. I'm going to go and um, recover for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chill out. I'm going to get inoculated from this um, Klingoni- Klingonian night bloom or whatever it was. Fulgarian. Yeah, Fulgarian night bloom. There we go. Uh, it'll be great. At least I can still smell it. So that's that's fun. Uh, but I want everyone to say, well, I... I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you really enjoyed it. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found so you can join us next week where we watch episode uh, 14, 11001001. I love this episode. Oh my God. This is one of my, everybody get excited. This is one of my fucking favorite episodes of like Star Trek Next Gen first, so season one. It's so funny. It's so good. Ah! <laughs> Nina, do you I speak totally binary? About it. 
Uh, 11010101010. Yeah, I do. Fucking yes. <laughs> what 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 does this say in binary? Um, it says uh, Will Riker gets his freak on with a hologram. Um, oh wow! And Picard sit and watches. <laughs> Sits and watches. It's uh, it's great. Just get ready. Okay, get ready. so we've got a lot to look forward to. If you if you enjoyed this, uh, leave us a rating and a right review episodes. wherever podcasts are found. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, of course, have them. You can find us on Twitter at dndntvpod. Uh, same for Instagram, but if you chuck an at gmail.com at the back of it, that becomes the email address where you can send feedback, uh, which we'd yeah. really appreciate. Uh, we if will. you want to send fan art too, uh, well, do we want fan art? Sure, why not? I, yeah, maybe. I would love to see Riker's chest hair sort of like depicted in a beautiful, I don't know, illustrated way. I think it would be immortalized in an oil painting. Immortalized, yes, on paper or something or digitized, whatever. But do it; it'd be great. Fantastic. <laughs> so until next time, uh, stay safe. Be kind to yourselves and may all your hits be crits yes and wesley crush it babies